0: Hey there! Welcome to another episode of Career Perspectives, right here on the SuperView Show Network. I am joined by my two incredible, great, and awesome, super awesome friends, Kyle and Mike. What's going on, guys?
1: Hey, smile, guys! Hey, yeah. smile, everybody! Smile, everybody!
0: Smile, smile, everyone! As the title of this podcast suggests, alludes to, and by God, if we get trippy tonight, we're gonna thank Brian Wilson. Uh, we're talking about the Beach Boys' <laughs> Smile session <laughs> album that came out in two thousand and eleven. Uh, I- it's it was a big. I I I I just want to say first and foremost, this was a bit of an undertaking for me, especially too. But we're gonna get, we're gonna get right into it, shall we? Mm-hmm. But we're talk, tonight. We're talking about the Beach Boys' uh, "Smile," from uh, which was an unfinished album at the time mm-hmm. that later got released in two thousand eleven. Um, I I know a lot about this. I know Kyle and Mike were not. I mean, they know who the Beach Boys are, but they're not like. I, I wasn't sure how familiar they'd be with like, like this particular type of project that brian wilson was working on in the late 60s but i'm just i'm glad we're talking about it tonight let's put it that way so i don't know if you guys are excited but i'm excited so
2: i'm excited yeah let's do
0: it yeah let's give it a shot um so as i as i said from the top we're talking about the beach boys <clears throat> smile which was an unfinished album from uh 1967 to 1968 that brian wilson was working on after the the uh, immense commercial and um critical success of pet sounds which had Wouldn't It Be Nice and God Only Knows on it as well, um, which is a very unique album for the time. He tried doubling down on it with this album. Uh, I don't want to get too much into it. I just want to get to the track listing and stuff in a second, but I will, I will say this album was released finally. It was shelved for like 30, 35, almost 40 years, and then they released it as a box set in 2011, um, and we listened to the tracks 1 through 19, not the bonus tracks, which had like you know, this outtake here, this session, this session part here, but Basically, this was an album that was supposed to be uh, released in the, in the late 60s, but the, due to like created differences in the band, due to a lot of struggling with like the, the, the co writer of Van Dyke Parks, and also um, the, the, the uh, record company saying, well, no, what is this? We can't just put this out there. What is this? They shelved it and then they released it like 40 years later. So, but today we're going to talk about that album called Smile. Uh, the track listing as follows. I'll just get right into it. Right, Jack? I'll go first. Um, The track listing is as follows. Um, Our Prayer. Uh, I'm going to butcher some of these names. But Guy, Heroes and Villains. Uh, Do You Like Worms? Rock, uh, Roll Plymouth Rock. I'm In Great Shape, Barnyard. My Only Sunshine, uh, in parentheses, The Old Master Painter and You Are My Sunshine. Cabin Essence, Wonderful. <clears throat> look, Song for Children. Child is the father of the man. Surfs up. I want to be around. Slash workshop. Vegetables. Holidays. Wind chimes. The elements. Fire. Miss O'Leary's cow. Love to say dada, and good vibrations. And the last track was you're welcome. Um, <clears throat> I now let me
2: just. For- is the term? Yo, know, this is giving me some good vibes. Is that technically just a slang for good vibrations, or is? vibes just uh something that's its own word now and not a reference to the word vibration I, you know maybe you two youngins can school uh this old dog and let me know what what like if that's a if, if, you know abbreviation could could the beach boys be the first one who said good vibes but just not necessarily you know i mean the way we say it today i mean no, I, I never thought about that but you're you might be onto something mike
0: i think Mike's yeah, onto something. i
2: mean i mean Onto something. Yeah. So, I mean, just, that's food for thought, you know, uh, maybe, uh, kids can be like, wow, beach boys were ahead of their time. You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, they, they were for a long time. They, they still are. You go back and listen to their, their earlier stuff, their surf, their pop stuff. But then when you, when you get into stuff like smile and pet sounds, it's a little bit more experimental and more, a little bit more trippy as I'm sure we're going to talk about tonight, but uh, I'm going to go first. Cause this is like very much, um, this is my pick, and for those of you are keeping track at home, we spun the wheel. This was the last one on the wheel that we had for like several months now, and this is the last pick we had. So we're the, we're, the wheels cleared off officially. So there we go. Um <laughs> with, So the album starts off with "Our Prayer," and I'm going to just the, every time I list a track, I'm going to give the runtime as well. "Our Prayer" is a minute and five seconds long. It's just the group, the Beach Boys themselves, doing harmonies pretty much. Um It's <clears throat> It's it's almost it almost is like a, our prayer. Literally, it's in the title about what it is. If, you, if you've never heard this track, our prayer, it's insanely. It shows how really six guys got into a studio and said, let's harmonize with just our voice. And it really did show on this track. um, uh, G or Gee, I'm not sure which one's going to be, but it's, let's just go with Gee for now. Gee, 51 seconds long. It's a snippet. Uh, it's a, It was originally a duop song from the 50s. I, we have the Wikipedia page, up for those who are keeping track at home. Um, but it was a duet song released in 1953. But they they tried doing it with a they did all they did was a snippet of it on this album, and they basically just like and just fair warning, everyone, you're gonna hear us say a snippet a lot because a lot of these tracks were unfinished tracks. They were just like they're like, hey, let's write a quick song, and then let's, let's just have a 45 seconds a snippet of a song, and that's what we're gonna put out. So that's why I'm listening off the the runtime as well. So G is 51 seconds long. Heroes and Villains. I when Mike when it's Mike's turn. I'm gonna let him share this too. But Mike, point this out to me really quick. Heroes and Villains. When I saw Brian Wilson live in, believe it or not, January of 2020, of all times, I saw him live, and he played this song live when I saw him. And I have to tell you, <clears> it, <throat> it went over well. But the more I th- the more I thought about, I said, because he just retired from touring as well. Um, Heroes and Villains. It's a very trippy track. It's a very psychedelic track, and it's very much like. You know, it's very much like uh, it's got different interludes and parts that go inside with one another, and it's it's you're 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 gonna hear me repeat myself a lot tonight, but it's a very trippy track, uh, just like every other track on this album. But here's the villains. It's a, it's one of those um, songs from the Smile sessions that really just um was truly just it takes me back a little bit too, because like it's it's. <clears throat> I I I I'm I'm gonna use trippy a lot tonight. Forgive me, guys, but it's trippy. It's a very trippy song with different interludes and parts kind of scrambled together in four minutes and fifty-two seconds long. Um, do you like Worms? Uh, it's three minutes and thirty-five seconds long. This is like an it's an unfinished track from their album uh, Smile. It's it's good. I mean, like it's not great. And forgive me, everyone. When when I was going through this as well, listen to this, I haven't listened to this in a long time either. But a lot of these songs are just unfinished tracks like this one here like do you like worms is an is just an unfinished track and it's it's got like some references here and there like of the time and whatnot but it's it's very psychedelic it's very trippy i'm in great shape it's only 28 seconds long and it is just again you're gonna hear it a lot tonight it's psychedelic it's very trippy it's very much like uh only like a couple seconds long or it's only like five 20 seconds or 45 seconds it's one of those tracks barnyard same thing 48 seconds long (laughs) of just the beach boys literally on acid but and if if, if you listen to this after after if if you listen to this if you listen to this album after our podcast tonight after our stream and you actually do like your homework and listen to this you're gonna be like what the hell was that but at the same time, you have like you might be taken back by it at the same time. It, it, it depends on who's up, who's open to open to interpretation with it. But Barnyard, forty eight seconds long, and it's 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 very trippy. Um, my only sunshine, you got to you 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 kind of got like the reference there of like, um, you are my sunshine, my only sunshine. That old folk tune almost, um, kind of like meshed in with the old master painter on there too. Um, it's it, it you know talk about like. Again, psychedelic stuff here, guys. It's crazy. Uh, Cabin Essence. I'm glad, we, I'm glad we finally got to this track. Cabin Essence actually was a track that was on the Smile Sessions, but later went on to their <laughs> album. It later was put on their album 2020 in 1969. I'm not just reading that, because I, and I was reading that off Wikipedia. I do know that was a song that was originally on this record, but they, and that's a lot of the tracks too. Like they would put a lot of the unfinished, a lot of the finished tracks from this record onto other albums as well. So Cabin Essence is one of those that was on. This from the smile sessions, but it would later go into the um, later go into other albums like their 2020 album from 1969. So it's just it's one of those like one of those tracks of like that was unfinished and then it got refinished later on. But this is the original outtake of it. Uh, Then we go to movement (laughs) two, track number nine, uh, with wonderful. uh, You want to talk about more just unfinished tracks, but telling like different stories and stuff like that too, and how. Again, trippy, trippy stuff, guys. Wonderful. It's two minutes and four seconds long. Uh, look, a song for children. Just look in general. It's it's so like again. I'm a big Beach Boys fan, so I'm I'm more familiar with this than I than I thought I was initially because when I was listening to it. <laughs> but um but like look, it's just it's two minutes and thirty-one seconds long of just instrumental music with a lot of harmonies and vocals in it from the Beach Boys themselves. Uh, and it's great. Don't get me wrong. It's it's good, but it's not like you know. It, again, you're gonna hear this a lot. It's Trippy. Uh, then we get down to "Child is the Father of the Man." This song. It's funny. I was listening to it again today before we started our stream as well. The whole thing just to you know, refresh my memory and whatnot too. And I was playing it. I was I was actually at a friend's house today, um, hanging out with someone. And I was I was explaining how I'm doing my our, our show tonight. And I and I, I just happened to say, "Oh, what's your podcast on? What do you do?" And I was telling them, and I played "Child is the Father of the Man," and the following track "Surfs Up" as well. Child is the father of the man. And I played it to them they're like, what was that? And I said, well, it's the the lyric of it. Child is the father of the man. It's very, it's like, it's a very, it's almost like an, not, not an oxymoron. What's the grammatical term for that? I can't think of what it's called. Like um, this, and that's slang. Mike, help me out here.
2: Oh, uh, What was the question?
0: Like, it's like child is the father of the man. It's not an oxymoron. What is it? It's like, a, it's, what's, what's the, I put it.
2: Um, I it's think like it's gr- just a. Uh... It's uh, like, what do you call it? When you refer and to grammar. something that, yeah, I think, I forget the name of that. What I, you, you know what I'm what trying to say, though, right? To, it's like, uh, you know, doesn't make sense. Or, you know, like, um, yeah. i trying to remember the name of it. But I know you're saying, I don't know the word either.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't was. think of what the word was either. But it's like it's, it's, it's not an oxymoron, like, but it's like a, um, it's something else. I forget what it is. Um, anyways, yeah. I'm getting off track there. But "Surfs Up" this album, uh, this so the song "Surfs Up" was originally another one of those tracks that got used later on, in there. It got used on a later album as well. Called um, uh, what was the name of it? It was on an album. Actually, it was on an album. (laughs) This is actually a title track, believe it or not, guys. This was an album called "Surfs Up" in 1971 by the Beach Boys, and this was the album. This was the track that they put on that album uh, from the sessions, though "Surfs Up," and it's. It's funny. You listen to the lyrics. This is the one I could really shed some light on for a second. But surfs up. You listen to it. It's like it's it's like a lot of metaphors, a lot of like imagery and whatnot. But what it's talking about is poverty and wealth of the '60s, believe it or not. It's like it's to do with like poverty and crime and race, and it was just, but it was all hidden underneath like the certain lyrical context of the song surfs up, and then it kind of fades back into uh, towards the very end of the song. It's it fades back into child is the father of the man. There's a little bit a little snippet of it at the end there. Again, we're going to talk about Sippets again a lot tonight. But yeah, Surf's Up, I, actually, it's a really solid track. I really like that track a lot. Um, actually, I added Our Prayer, Child is the Father Man, and Surf's Up to a, a coffeehouse place that I have, just so if, if in case people go on shuffle uh, and you hear that, that's kind of like the, especially Surf's Up, it's very like a, it's calming. It's kind of like soothing to an extent, an extent but it's really, it's something very uh, unique in one of its own. And that's what I really appreciate about that. Then we get to the last movement, quote unquote, of the record. I Want to Be Around and Workshop. These are just instrumentals. Um, One second, I can't see it. Um, It's, excuse me. <clears throat> I Want to Be Around and Workshop. Again, you can t- just look at another instrumental there. Vegetables, it's funny, actually. There's, there's a very funny story about this song, Vegetables. I don't know if you guys picked up on this or not, or not. Um, When Paul McCartney and Brian Wilson were in the 60s were hanging out a lot, before they were like, Before they were like, you know, became really good friends and whatnot, they would have like small robbers, but like their chart sits. Like the Beatles would put out this song, Brian Wilson's response with the Beach Boys was this song. Like almost like Rubber Soul gave them pet sounds, Pet Sounds gave the Beatles Sergeant Pepper, and Sergeant Pepper gave them smile, but smile never came to fruition. I don't don't know if you ever knew that, but that's actually a true story. Um, The Rubber Soul gave Brian Wilson pet sounds, Pet Sounds gave the Beatles Sergeant Pepper, and Sergeant Pepper gave the Beach Boys smile, but smile never got released, and the Beatles continued their legacy onward. I don't know. I don't know if you knew that. I thought that was pretty cool, but anyways, I bring up Paul McCartney with this track "Vegetables" because there's a line of the song where actually Brian Wilson put a lyric in there about like um, what is it about like uh, you know, if you I forget the exact lyrics off the top of but he's talking about that meeting Paul McCartney for whatever reason, um, and having like vegetables with him, and and Paul because calling record said he doesn't remember this, but it's in the song and they do reference it quite a bit. How he's like he's even, he's here. He, I forget the exact lyrics, but it's in there. It's it's really and this is like. Crazy in the height of the 60s and all the craziness in the world. This is up there for sure. Um, I don't know if you guys ever knew about that story, but it's it's very interesting. Holidays, another instrumental here. Uh Wind Chimes. It's funny. Wind Chimes was actually put on another outtake from this record that was put onto another record onto the Smiley Smile album, which was actually an album that was compromised. So the Beatles, the, the Beatles, the Beach Boys took this album and said, We can't put that up, but let's take the best tracks from Smile and make Smiley Smile. Good vibrations was on that, Wind Chimes was on that couple other songs were on there too and they actually put those songs in a more a lesser produced version on those tracks. I don't know if you guys ever do that, but that's there's a really a really poor, sad sounding track on that um on of Wind Chimes on the album Smiley Smile. But this is the this is the true more upbeat uh version of that song. Um I don't know if you guys ever knew that the elements fire uh Miss O'Leary's cow Two minutes and 35 seconds of just, you know, the Beach Boys being all trippy and stuff like that. Or in other words, it's called Fire. Uh, love to say Dada or Dada, whatever we're going to call it, or LSD, anyone? Did anyone pick up on that, by the way? I mean, the whole album oh, is pretty much LSD. Funny. LSD, we're, gonna, we're just going to talk about that for a little bit. and the Sky with Diamonds, love to say Dada, anyways. Um, mm-hmm. Last but not least, we have the last two songs on the record, though, that we listen to were Good Vibrations, which I'll get to in a second, and you're welcome. Uh, Good Vibrations... This version of "Good Vibrations" on this record is very different from the original three minutes and thirty-six second version from the uh, 1966 release of the song. This version of the song has like a ten, maybe fifteen second interlude of a different segment of the song that was originally put into, uh, into uh the into um this the song. But when they made the final recording of "Good Vibrations," They took out that little snippet, and then, then we have the version we now and, lo- know, now and love today. No, Now and know and love today. I'm stuttering a little bit. Bear with me. It's a lot to talk about. <laughs> here. Uh, but Good Vibrations, actually, it's funny. Good Vib- this version of Good Vibrations, before my grandfather passed away there last year in September, I played for him this version of Good Vibrations. He, he had never heard that little snippet. He knew the song forever. He's like, oh, Good Vibrations, great song, Beat Boys, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> He, I played that version, this version of him, he's like, oh, I never heard that before. So he had that kind of reaction of like, I never heard that, like the 15 second snippet in the middle of the song right before they do the big outro chorus of the song. Uh, crazy, very psychedelic, but this is probably the one song that came out of this session that actually had any publicity or any success. <laughs> I mean, Surf's Up didn't really have any, um, Vegetables didn't have any, neither did Heroes and Villains to an extent. And oh. finally, the last track was uh, You're Welcome, just a, a group song about you know just again very trippy just saying you're welcome you're welcome you're welcome and then it's only a minute and eight seconds long and then those 20 songs cl- uh, that closed out the album of the album that we the version of the album we listened to which was mm-hmm. just the original tracks of smiley uh of, of the smile sessions so yeah i just i said a lot there it's one of um it's one of the one of the better versions of uh excuse me it's I'm very curious to see what Kyle and Mike have said, but there's a reason why I put this one on the wheel. It was because it was an unfinished album with a lot of experimentation on it. And I know that's, I know, for those of you who listen to us and watch us for any period of time, I know that you probably say, oh, you know, you talk about Ask Alexandria, you talk about, you know, Bring Me the Horizon or Beardfish or Uriah Heap. I purposely chose this and put this on the wheel because I wanted to get Kyle and Mike's opinion of how an unfinished album that later got released... So released to critical acclaim too, mind you. Um, that was very much like, Oh, that exists? What? And I just want to get their opinion of it too. So I'm glad I'm glad we mm. finally this we'll finally land on this, which I was very excited about. But I am very curious. I want to hear what Mike has to say. Because Mike Mike told me something initially before we even started our show tonight, um, mm. about something about one of the tracks too. But Mike, what do you got? Yo.
2: Well, so you know, I always have <clears throat> a good time hearing things like this because in a lot of ways this album is a kind of a blueprint or a skeleton of like the um the the kind of uh, production techniques or like the um the kind of um the thoughts or the musical expression that was going on during this period of time that uh a lot of artists were kind of dabbling into, I mean, you have like, um, you know, Captain Beefheart and a lot of the Beatles and a lot of these kind of um, very uh, uh, um, avant-garde, that avant-garde kind of elements to their music, uh, experimental kind of, um, you know, obviously drugs were a great uh, part of uh, unlocking that part of the mind, you know, um, and finding that creativity expression. So, in a lot of ways, this this Smile Sessions album is a kind of a companion piece, obviously to um, Smiley Smile, you know that album or whatever. And that like, if you don't listen to that album, you just listen to this. Like, I was wa- I was like looking at a lot of people's comments on YouTube and and um, in different forums, and they were saying, "Oh, I liked this this thing they did and, and they took it out, but I'd rather they left it in." So it's kind of an interesting like. Some people believe in music that's like un, um, unkind of uh, altered and like over, overly cut down. They like the crudeness and the, uh, um, you know the kind of, uh, um, like without taking the 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 market into consideration. Like, oh, it needs to be cut down to this and more slim, um, streamlined. You know, some people, a lot of people who like this album like the the spontaneity of it and the uh unexpectedness of it. So um <clears throat> you know, so kind of approaching it, I can I can see where a lot of these um pieces are just like it's like being in the mind of um the creators of of, of music and seeing, you know, uh where they were what they were thinking about, even if it doesn't make any sense to the to the average listener who just kind of comes in and doesn't have a a great understanding about the depth of uh their music you know so so, you know like i said it's a compilation of different like recording musical um ideas um you know and that whole you know that whole kind of thing here um you know now while while this whole thing is not my cup of tea in the sense of like uh if i were listening to an album to like um listen to a song that has a beginning middle and end and has like a resolution and you know a chorus and an obvious um path it's not I don't feel like you should approach that album this way. You shouldn't go into it like listening like trying to find like the the average like um radio song. You're more along the ride of like of understanding the Beach Boys is different. You know, their their methods, their um their kind of experimentation, their play with, you know, like the choral um singing like you said and that you nailed it on the head. You know, in a lot of ways it's like a a, a hymn uh, you know, choral piece that first opening uh the prayer one um which i thought was really cool a good opening to um kind of show the how the beach boys took something like that and brought it into um you know like they continue to put into like that pop kind of uh music for the time you know where it's like but but simply they could be doing like choral music um mm-hmm. um and still be able to pull it off so it was, it was kind of cool to see that um you know and it just like uh it has a lot of different things going on to it. You know, like you said, at uh, that uh, you know, gee uh uh yeah. was I mean, apparently it's a cover of or you know, they're they're doing a part from another group, but they're showing like how you can layer vocals over top of each other. It's almost like this whole thing is like a, an instructional, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, hey, look, this is how you can do group singing together, and um do an old song, but do it in kind of a doo wop kind of way. oh, and then look at this we can layer these vocals like this and like uh this is like how you do this like it's like it actually kind of gives you more of an insight and i I think that's kind of cool like I think it kind of it almost um gives the listener like um the backstage view of like um what's going on in the mind of you know these the creators of music uh especially music that's in insp- uh very uh um at uh what's the word I was looking for uh um, very. Uh, I lost my word there. Um, you know they're just doing like uh snippets, um, really uh <laughs> snippets. No, like yeah. um, you know unexpected and like cutting edge kind of stuff. You know, like very experimental is the word I was looking for. Um, yeah, just like you know, there's a lot of trippy stuff on here. Um, you know, so it's got those kinds of things in it. Um, so then you know, coming down to like what you were saying about that song. So you know, we hit heroes and villains, and it's like. Um, I'm smacked right in the face by the, um, the initial melody. And it's, it is ELOs, uh across the border. Um, and like, like legit, I text my dad immediately. I'm like, listen to this and tell me this isn't across the board. He's like, my dad was like, uh, well done. Uh, that's true. It's definitely like uh, dipping into that kind of, uh, you know, that feeling of this song. And then it almost has that, you know, and the the cross the border uh, in ELO's album was supposed to have that kind of Spanish feel to it, and this song kind of has. Even the lyrics mention something like that, and it's a da 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 It kind of represents that kind of Spanish sounding kind of, uh, you know, the horns and the um that kind of without without there being horns, uh, it kind of has that um feel to it. Um, but actually, this is one of my one of my more favorite songs on the tr- on the album. It had a. I like the different movements. I like the trippiness of it. Um, it's very strange. Um, you know. <clears throat> um, but it is actually one of the few songs on here that is an actual full song with like, you know, where it like returns to a melody and does like, you know, the whole thing. It doesn't just kind of um jump back and forth. And that's what you get in a lot of these things, you know, like um, you know, these next four or five songs, they're all just like like you said snippets they're like little medleys and like hey i'm gonna sing this melody and this tune and i'm gonna do it this way and it's all just kind of experimental uh musical expression you know um so like it's pretty much what you're getting here it's not really something you can listen to um from the point of view of someone who's listening to us um songs trying to like listen to the average song it's this is a experimental offering of different elements that they put in their music and from their album smiley smile you know so yeah so you know kind of coming down the line it's just kind of a lot of the same uh you know just different little offerings different little um little experimental parts um it's definitely bits and pieces of of just things that they're doing there so overall you know it was like it was an interesting experience for me um, I can't give this a rating. Um, I, I, it wasn't something I was going to rate because I feel like it's not something you can rate. It's more of a, uh, it's just uh, an instructional and a, and a uh, a, re- a reveal of the behind the kind of thoughts of like their al- their other album. And you really have to listen to those two albums together in order to kind of draw a conclusion of like what they were going for, what they left, what they felt was too much. And uh, but overall, it definitely has some interesting uh, kind of stuff going on, and uh, um, it definitely I, it's, it's on it's one of the albums of the you know on the list of greatest albums of all time. So yeah, I think a lot of people like some of the the things they did here instead of cutting them off um, on the, uh, the the initial release. So yeah.
0: Hello. Which track are you on now? I'm sorry.
2: Oh, I wasn't on a track. I finished. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I took a second. I was
0: like, "Which track are you on? What are you talking about?" Sorry, I was like, "Wait, where is oh, it? of no.
2: it?" And I failed to mention the greatest song on this album, "Good Vibrations," which is, um, <clears throat> is is a true, uh, you know, just a banger tune that just they put out and has like lots of cool sounds and effects on it, and um, still. Enjoyed that song very much, so um, you know, but uh, you know, the highlights for me, good vibrations, and then the uh, heroes and villains, um, were like the two that I enjoyed, and I, like I said, I wasn't able to give it a rating because it's not something I'm gonna rate because it wouldn't just be yeah. it wouldn't be fair to rate it, um, you know, and say oh it's this out of this because it's just not that style of album, you know.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. Um, cool. So that's all your opinions and your take on the smile
1: sessions um gay man man. all right well i'm not gonna be as nice as mike here Um, (laughs) at at all Uh, Mm -hmm. i like the beach boys don't get me wrong especially i particularly like their early surf rock stuff that's my personal preferred beach boys pet sounds also great after that it went a little downhill for me um this was a rough listen man This was tough to get through. I'm going to be honest with you. I can only listen to this one and a half times through.
0: (laughs) I kind of figured that. I'm
1: sorry, guys. This was bad all the way around. (laughs) The only saving grace on this for me was Good Vibrations. And even then, this version of it, that extra snippet that JT's talking about, really doesn't add much to the song. I'd rather just go and listen to the version we all know and love. Uh, but I mean, on here, yes. Are they technically proficient on parts of this? 100% that opening track, our prayer is one of the best things on here outside <laughs> of "Good vibrations. It, they're very technically proficient. Does anyone do group harmonies better than the Beach Boys? Probably not. Uh, but outside of that, a lot of this is just an example, an exercise, an overindulgence and writer's block at the same time just well, Kyle, well i would argue that queen may uh rival uh, it's was... different it's different <laughs> types, though you know what i mean yeah sure sure different, different type of uh but they i was there up there as well but i mean a lot of this like i said just overindulgence yes experimental awesome but experimental doesn't mean good if it's not a fully fleshed out realized track do some of these create excellent blueprints for what could be fantastic finalized tracks for sure. But I don't want to hear a bunch of snippets of things that could be songs like heroes and villains. Absolutely promising. Mike, I completely agree that, that uh, harmony, the, the melodies in the beginning, hmm. it's great, but it takes like weird turns that I'm like, all right, they blatantly didn't finish this. And I know that's the whole point of this record. But when I have something that's almost five minutes long, I'd like it to be a little more realized and finished. Maybe the finalized version is better. I don't know. I haven't heard it.
2: Uh, well, Kyle, you don't like the sound of hammering and sawing like on that track <laughs> with the workshop.
1: You don't like that? Kyle, you're... You really if, it was in, your if it was in a song better, Mike, I might like it. If it was in the actual song, it's like a little bridge or something with actual lyrics. <laughs> and I mean, do you like Worms? Uh, it's nonsense. Another yes. unfinished idea i mean i'm in great shape is just 30 seconds of really nothing i'm not really sure why that one had to be on here like i don't mind the ones that give you a lot of insight into songwriting process and ideas but then you get things like this it's like you didn't have to do this one you didn't have to include uh i really did not like the my only sunshine one just this weird melancholy take on the old uh, you are my sunshine thing it's didn't work for me i don't even think that as a full finished realized song could work uh i mean this was just a rough thing all around surf's up actually got me excited when i saw it because i was like oh maybe it'll be a fun song no no this was lame it was boring it was slow and somehow there's so many just nonsensical lyrics on this and that's you know par for the course because it's an unfinished album a lot of artists just throw in nonsense words as they write to fill in the melodies. That's great. But the one song that had unforgivable lyrics because it's seemingly finished from a lyrical standpoint, vegetables. (laughs) (laughs) Why? It, It was awful. I'm sorry. You can Paul McCartney, Inspiration, whatever. It doesn't make it a good track. (laughs) Wind Chimes. JT, you say that there's a less upbeat version of this song out there? Yes. I don't even want to hear that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Hmm. The notes that I took for one of these songs here, I think just sums it up for me. The Elements, Fire. Fuck off. This was (laughs) awful. I just wrote that as my note. It's just cartoon firefighter sound effects. It's just (laughs) 1960s firefighter cartoon sound effects. Like you throw on the Looney Tunes firefighting episode. Here you go. That's it. Uh, I mean, overall for me, I can't rate these songs because they're not really songs. So I'm there with Mike on that. Uh, Could there be something here? Sure. Is there as it's presented? No. Do I agree with this being ever put on the greatest list of, the albums of all time list? No, because it's really not an album. It's more just a compilation of here's a look into the songwriting process following Pet Sounds, which Pet Sounds worked when it did things like this because it was finished ideas. The songs and songwriting were there and fully fleshed out and fully realized. And it seems like from the research I was doing on this record, while listening to it. They've never gotten to that point with this album. Brian Wilson's done his own version of the smile sessions that he's put yes. out in like what 2004. Yeah, uh, they've put uh, these songs out here and there on other things. Maybe if they were all finished and put into one actual album that the entire band could agree on. You could have something here, but this is just one of the worst times I've ever had getting through an album. Uh, <laughs> i don't i just when i listen to music i don't want to hear unfinished things like i like hearing demos of songs when they're complete like you can see how it got from point a to b i don't like just snippets here and there especially a whole album's worth so i mean mike didn't rate it Uh, i think that's a fair thing to do here i did rate it just in terms of an experience and as an experience uh, this is a one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, and like it made me go back and listen to um the
2: other album to kind of see like uh side by side if like how it could compare. And and that was kind of cool. And like even listening to the other album, I wouldn't say that album is anything that I would like pick out of their catalog. Sounds- smiley smile. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's the the, yeah. That's the album. So Kyle, if like you're looking for like complete songs which still they're still weird
0: at mm-hmm. this time
2: in their career. They're less like the Beach Boys you know, like, you know
0: looks um, like that,
2: you know. Yeah, yeah and they're less like the, the album did not do well. They're more like the Beach Boys of like the experimental kind of age than they are like your um, you know, uh your typical mm-hmm. like uh songs. But at because least I'm they're not like I'm all up for that when it works. Right but so it's like more it did not of that work. right yeah and it's it's kind of uh you know you like i kind of had to jump around to kind of like you didn't come at it from like uh a lack of understanding of like where some of these things were what they were part of and what they were left on the cutting room floor or like um you know not put in the album because it just didn't work or whatever mm. um you know It it, it's it's an interesting uh, thing, but
1: yeah, I I will say I love the album artwork though. All the artwork associated with this one is great. I love that old style, but I mean, yeah, like Mike, you said it's it's hard to rate this fairly because it's really not an album, which is why I don't understand how it gets regarded so highly as such, right? Like for Beach Boy fans, yeah, you might like this. It's a cool. It is a cool look into the songwriting process right outside of that it doesn't really offer too much which then goes back
2: to the question asking everybody what is an album is an out al- like what is your idea of an album some people's idea of an album is like a is a concept you know like it has a story or like you know all has similarities and tracks other people might look at it differently they might say oh an album to me is just a bunch of musical expression ideas and and um offerings like Mm. whatever you think an album is and what it should be uh like may not be for everybody and that's why i say like some people may see this as an album and be like oh like i totally get it i'm like are they just being like overly like um like i i understand r and you don't possibly but like um it definitely is not your standard idea of an album. And like it, for those people who'd want, like you, like Kyle says, a complete thought and um, finalized kind of like um, musical kind of idea where like um, it concludes and it, uh, you know, it has like that a complete, complete feeling. You're definitely going to be left out in the cold on this. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, like, uh, you know, you listen to, um, uh, Cornelius and oh my god, they definitely love the Beach Boys. You can tell um, they have they have tracked. I mean, like I think I'm gonna make JT listen to their whole album, uh, and uh, just for the sake of like hearing all the different areas where they like borrow from like different artists. Uh, um, you know, American um 60s, 70s, and 80s. Uh, and um, you know, you can hear a lot of Beach Boys um experimental stuff in their music. They're a very experimental band, but you know. Uh, you know, it definitely is interesting how I mean, people grab from these uh, things that they did.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I purposely chose this one because I just, I knew what it was going into it, but you listening to it several times over by three. Four, again, it is, it's hard to listen to an unbalanced a sp- sp- uh, splur of songs that don't really have a cohesive story that are just kind of thrown out there. Um <clears throat> But this is why I chose it because I wanted to get you, your, your guys's opinion of something that's very, very outside of the ordinary of what we talk about to be with, But also just outside of the ordinary in general. I mean, like there, like we talked about there are some tracks on here that are like thirty seconds long. There's some tracks that are five minutes, and it's just I wanted to get my two friends, who are super music, musically inclined and knowledgeable, to have them kind of get outside the box a little bit and say what do you think about this? <laughs> and I'm 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 not surprised by either one of you, especially Mike with the ELO comparison with Heroes and Villains and Kyle saying, <laughs> hey, it's a one out of 10 for my listening. I, I almost, I, I, not, not, not that I predicted it, but I kind of like expected they're probably not going to like it, but I'm curious to see what they have to say. Mm-hmm. That, that was kind of my guess going. I didn't tell you guys that. I just wanted to like get your feeling and opinion of actually what this album was like as just a listening experience <laughs> for how the creative process is how stuff like this was back in the late 60s when you had know, pioneers like a Brian Wilson or uh, or the Beach Boys in general or even the Beatles to that extent, you know, make albums <clears throat> that were continuously uh, very experimental or trippy or whatever, whatever we're going to describe it. But It was just a product of their time that still you know, was that some of the later shelved and threw out later on. I just want to, as a very thing, I would want to get your opinion. I mean, what you guys thought about it. That's why I chose this album in particular because it was the last one on the wheel, but either way, I uh, couldn't be any happier that we did this. So, and I concluded- think that's
2: good for everybody, you know, to yeah. experience the things that they take them out of their comfort zone. And like, you know, uh, maybe this was too far to the right for Kyle. You might be able to pull it back a little bit and find yeah. something that's more, um, maybe still, Kind of incomplete uh, to the average uh, ear, but you can find that it um, fits into a box that looks more like something um, you could like experience and fully um, uh, like uh, receive what was being uh, portrayed here. Whereas, like, um, this whole thing was definitely too far, I think, to the side uh, where it's um, unable to be even comprehended. On the at the level that you know, um, you would want from an album you're listening to,
0: right? Exactly, yeah. And that's that's what, like hmm. I said, my kind of echoed what I just said, but that's this is why I chose this album in particular because it's like it's kind of its own entity in a sense; it's hmm. its own thing and its own like what, whatever you interpret it as, that's what it is. I just I always want to challenge because I've never listened to Smiley Smile from start to finish. I, I kind of want to like, go back and just it's 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 just <laughs> the taking. Literally, all it is is they like took the best tracks off Smile and they made Smiley Smile, and that's, and like I like I said, Wind Chimes is like very very like slow in that version, and very very like um like sad and depressing. Whereas this one was like a little more like of like a vibrant feel, a little more bright of a song. That version on this album of Smile that Smile is like really just slow and depressing almost. It's crazy, um, but yeah, so. Regardless, though, I'm glad we were able to talk about this album in particular. Any concluding thoughts at all for this, guys, or no?
1: No, just I just guess I just guess that uh, my opinion is uh pretty unpopular from the consensus online and from critics and pretty much everyone else. So <laughs> do do with that what you will, but yeah. It,
0: I, I almost predicted it, it Kyle. I, I almost predicted it, Kyle. I was like, I, I and I, I almost, I, I, yeah,
2: and almost just like, um. I appreciate little things like this like i do agree with kyle that like making a list of like a a list that a lot of people would say is pretentious um and saying that what that's what validates this as an album is is in my opinion is just kind of a fool's like um evaluation of like of like hey it's on this list so it's like an album that um uh deserves that um thing whether it deserves it or not it still is exactly what i'm saying um it is it's a like in what jt's saying it's a it is a um the bits and pieces the skeleton of like of uh of the ideas of an album and the the chopping room floor that's exactly what it is if you love an album and this is something you listen to and compare and companion to it, it means a lot to you. If you listen to this album without knowing that album and don't love that album, it means nothing to you. Um, And and that's why it has such a, it has a directive. It's like, Hey, unless you don't know this, you can, you come into this from like left field. You either really have to love experimental music that kind of um, doesn't complete itself or you're left out in the cold. And that's what, why it's, um, not meant for everyone, and it's also, I don't think, meant to be on a list that tries to make it um, appear better than um, it really like can be. It's just, it belongs to the album in a lot of ways. So, um, yeah, it's just kind of a lesson in like, don't, don't listen to li- don't look at lists and say um, these are all champion things, and I'm, I'm, I'm stupid for not liking them. You know, that's just right. the, I guess, the uh, ending message. So, yeah,
0: cool. Anything else, guys? All oh, we good.
2: It that's it and uh, so our next album up is Green Day right? Yep.
0: Our next album is the new Green Day record that's came coming out this Friday. Kyle already listened to it, so he's he's ahead of the game there.
2: Yep, I I get to listen and I'm looking forward to hearing some new stuff. And then after that, we're doing was it the Delusik album?
0: It was your pick, right, Mike?
2: Yep. Yeah. 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 The Delusik album. And then we can just kind of uh, either repopulate a new wheel or what, but we'll figure that out. Uh,
0: we got to see what's coming, coming into the
2: gastro. Yes,
0: new releases um, for the new year. Yes, sir. Um, but that's going to do for us, guys. Thanks so much for watching us, and however you enjoyed us today. If you like what you've seen here, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to follow us on our social media page as well. Simply super sure. Kyle, it's <laughs> a podcast coming back at all. Is it back already or what?
1: Later this month.
0: Nice. Can't wait. We'll super back. excited about that. So, but yeah, that's going to do for us guys. Thanks so much for watching, listening, however you enjoyed us tonight. Um, ultimately, it was a kind of a weird album, but we, mm-hmm. it was very experimental. and Ultimately, uh, if you listen, if you listen to it, give it a shot. You know, you know, you never know what you're going to hear. Um, thanks so much for watching. So for all of us here at the Superview Show, stay safe, take care, and be awesome.